Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's meeting of Zombie Anonymous, the 12-step program for coping with your undead addiction. This is Micro. I'm Jesse. And I'm Freak. And we're Zombieholics. Welcome to the meeting. Hooray. What's up, guys? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Damn. Vacation in a week. I, I officially have a boyfriend. I still don't. Like, I hope not. <laughs> you look like you have a troll or something raiding your fridge. Yeah, that's my child. Say hi, Justin. He said Hello, hey. child. <laughs> you don't want to be on the podcast? Too bad. Right, fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> Mike, my man, officially asked me on Saturday night. We were sitting out on the deck at the bar, having a beer and a shot. So we, we did a toast to new beginnings and he did the whole you know high school like will you be my girlfriend and at first I thought he was kidding <laughs> Jesse, so, I love you Jesse <laughs> <laughs> it's official now so Aww, that's, yeah. that's what's going on in my world Hooray. yay Hooray. so this uh, this episode is going to be a big one We've, we've got a lot of shit going on, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our microbrews right now. I'm having a, uh, I've had this before, and I, it's a very good beer. The Duck Out, it's the, uh, I don't know, it's a made in Farmville, North Carolina. And I don't see any alcohol here, but it is delicious. It's good. Well, Mrs. Freak got me a variety pack of Sam Adams, and I waited to try this one just for the show. It's the Tropic of Yuzu that Jesse had last Oh, yeah, the one that I had. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all head? Mm, I liked it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> this week I'm drinking out of my souvenir glass from uh, Germany, part of Epcot. Nice. Very cool. Nice. So, it's not water this week. That's good. <laughs> it, well, it's not booze either, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Um, this week I have a fine June 2017 vintage Cold brewed iced tea lemonade. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Decided I had lemons and I had tea and I was thirsty, so here we are. 
Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I'm golfing tomorrow, and I don't want to get drunk now and then. No, that's true. Golfing <laughs> does require a lot of a lot of beer. That's true. I know. I have golfers that come to my work every week. <laughs> uh, all right. So let me see. I just forward. How do I do this? Well, before you do that, maybe we had to introduce this person. We should. Okay. We should. Well, I was going to wait till he was actually on the line, but we'll go ahead and um, we have an author coming on next, which he su- he seeked us out, if that's a word. thought you were going to say he sucks. That was my friend. <laughs> no, I was not going to say that. Um, he okay. is, his name is Rake Brink, and he wrote the book Green Sunday, which is a, a zombie book, and I started... Reading, I got up to the first three chapters, and it's pretty good. I'm pretty sure I'm going to finish this book. So I'm we're going to have him that. on in a moment. And, uh, I, Freak, you might have to do this. I can't. Okay, it hold, won't work. Hold on a second. My connection's a little iffy here. I'm going to go make sure my son's not on the Internet on his... Uh, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, while he does that, then I'll go ahead and do Hexter. Maybe. For some reason, I hit the wrong thing. So we'll go ahead and get Rake on, and then we'll, okay. we'll play this one in a little while. Okay. Oh, we forgot to have right. Eric put up the um, topic. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we got too much to do anyways. We, we can do that topic next time. Yeah. Okay, I'll send it to you. Hold on a second. Malibu decided to start eating while we are recording. Well, she saw your son eating, and she's like, oh, yeah, I should eat too. <laughs> yeah, she does that. Oh. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> they put out some wet food for on um, podcast night. I don't feed my dog wet food; it's bad for their teeth. Just throw water and dry food. Same thing. No, that's if that's all they get. Should be done in a minute. <laughs> I gave him the link, so. There he is. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello, Hello Rake. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? I gave you a little introduction before you came on, but you can go ahead and give yourself some props. Uh, I'm Rake Brink. I'm an, uh, I'm an author. Um, I've just published uh, a book on Amazon uh, called Green Sunday. Uh Pretty much, this is my first novel, but I've done a few comics, um, oh, cool. mostly indie comics, um, some web comics. Um, just got away from comics because uh, it, it's just sort of uh, it, it, it's. I, I like working on my own more. It's um, right. Just I, I just striking out on my own basically. So that's what I'm doing. It's too hard to collaborate uh, so, with illustrators and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a people person in general, and <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> so. It just gets uh, incredibly annoying, especially when there's money involved, obviously. Right, right. Uh, yeah. uh, I started reading, and I got through um, the first three chapters, and it's really good. I like how descriptive you are, and uh, I'm definitely going to finish this one. I just got a lot <laughs> on my plate at this moment. Because, you know, there's some books you start reading, you're like, eh, this isn't for me. But this mm-hmm. one's really good. <laughs> you know, thank you. that's how I felt about the um, Fellowship of the Ring. Really? I started reading that, and it's like, I cannot finish this. 
definitely. That's not the worst thing. Like I gave it a try, but it's like. Oh. So obviously, the three of us have gotten an yeah, copy. Yeah, you can always watch the movie. What it's what it's kind of all about, but. For for those of us that are listening at home, can you give us just a, a synopsis of what the what the story is all about? The story is um, I tried to make a story that was just the most ridiculous thing I could think of, and uh, just so different from any other zombie story I I, I wanted to tell. Because it, it's sort of a satire on zombies in general. Because I find the concept like I like it, but it I, but I recognize how ridiculous it is. So the story is about. Is, is like a post post apocalyptic world. So they've already. Because I was thinking about like what would really happen in in real life if there was a zombie apocalypse, uh, and and in real life it would just it would it would be over in a night. You know what I mean? It would just there would be zombies, and then the army would show up and just kill them all, and it would be really boring. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and you and you wouldn't and you wouldn't go outside. You'd probably just stay inside, lock your doors with like with with and just and never go out and just eat your canned food and right just, and then <laughs> wait till the, wait. And wait for the armor to come and wipe them all out. So that's what happens in the book. The um, the, the the zombie apocalypse happens already, and it stopped already. In another town. Another thing is like, if it was going to happen, it would it would happen probably because I live in the UK, obviously, and uh, it you know it's incredibly well apart from all the, it's incredibly boring apart from all the terrorist attacks now, but. Uh, the, <laughs> you know, I'd rather have zombies, but still, um. <laughs> The, the you know, if the zombies were going to happen, it would happen probably like somewhere more interesting, like America, obviously, since there's just so much space, you know, <laughs> uh, or maybe, or maybe it would happen like in, in in the middle of um South America in some dark place, you know, in the jungle in some secret laboratory or something, and you'd you'd never know about it. So That's this is true. like, so this is like zombie apocalypse happens, but in somewhere remote and somewhere you don't live, and it's and all you do is you see it on TV and you think, wow, that that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was there. <laughs> um. But then, but then what happens is, is uh, there's it's, so the zombies have already been gone, and people are living in a post post apocalyptic world where they where they realize zombies exist. So it's not one of those worlds where, uh, like like you see in a vampire movie where they where they encounter a vampire and they have to like do all this research. You know, they already know right. what they all are. You know what I mean? It's it, it's it's a movie that's aware of the concept of zombies. Right. Uh, so there's but so so it's it's and it's my take on um preppers, you know, how people people you know the, you know you know preppers are obviously. Oh yes, um, yes. People that, like, yes. But so in a, a preppers in a world where zombies already happen, so people like are not they're not crazy preparing for zombies, collecting all this stuff. Um because it actually happened and and they're hoping, they're praying that it happens again. And then of course it happens again and um it's they're, they're woefully unprepared for it, as you would imagine, you know, because it's not the kind of thing you prepare for. I mean, like you, you, you take all this time and you, you, you collect all these weapons and you have all these plans and then and then you get killed by a zombie on the toilet, you know? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's not something you can prepare for, you know? You, 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 you just woke up and you're looking for it and you're going for a pint of milk and, oh, the zombie just bites you. I was like, oh, it's not something you can prepare for. Exactly. You know, it, just bad luck. So 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 the, the premise of, the, of this, but the premise of the um, of my story is, that there is a, a, the standard evil corporation that uh, air quotes that uh, is that makes an online that turns the the premise of a of a zombie uh, apocalypse into a game show into um, which is less campy than it sounds they they, they basically um, uh, section off a small like midwestern town that no one really um, no one really knows of and they just uh, they, they they lock it down and they fill it full of zombies and they film it for three days um, with drones and things like and um the cameras and of the of the of the, the security cameras and uh they um 
and, and they basically just have an audience of deep web watchers who are gambling on it and uh, paying money to watch. And uh, if you've ever seen, uh, it's a little like Battle Royale meets um, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, okay. Uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of like a fun tongue-in-cheek zombie story with um, uh, a games aspect to it. Uh, and and they and they have um, and the main character obviously is a, is a character that was in a previous game and carried over. So it has the battle royale themes, and people will pay to go in uh, and um, have fun, basically. But <laughs> right up our alley. I mean, we're all about that. That definitely does it for me. I love I love me some tongue-in-cheek, and I love me some satire. I mean, we do a lot of reviews on movies that are just that as well. We don't really concentrate too much on the serious zombie movies. It's mostly the, the mm. funny, the funny ones. I like them both. I like them all. I like yeah. them all. We do too. I, I think. Yeah, I like them. In the, I, I like them. There's, a, I think there's a sweet spot. There really is a sweet spot. Um, like you can get movies that are just too silly, and you can't take them seriously. Zombie movies are too serious. I mean, you shouldn't be taking them serious anyway. But and you can get ones that are like The Walking Dead. I think is the other end of the spectrum where it's just so serious that right. you can't um, you can't really enjoy it as much. It takes itself so seriously it becomes ridiculous because it's just like everyone is is miserable, and it's just like well, it's just zombies, you know. This right. Should be fun. This should be fun. You know, this should be interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But then you get like zombies on a plane, and it's just like wow. Oh, zombie! I saw recently um, Mills versus Zombies. Uh, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> we haven't but seen that, that one yet. That's on my. That's on my watch list. Mills versus Zombies. I'm putting that on my list um, right now. <laughs> we're, we're probably going to review that now. Um, have you seen Cockneys versus Zombies? That no, that's on my. That's on my list. Oh, as well. it was great. That's on my list as well. <laughs> Excellent. That's on my list. You know that falls in the category of obviously just like too ridiculous uh, to take seriously, but it's just fun. It's just it, exactly silly, exactly boring, yeah. fun. Yeah, but, well, but where I really where I really like it. Is um, the Rosso uh, zombie the, the the Return of the Living Dead? I yes. really like Rosso. Uh, his yes. his his. I think his is the peak because because um, it steps away from that the pretentiousness of Romero. And I, I do think his movies are really kind of pretentious. I mean, it's just like, like, <laughs> like you watch these movies and it's and it's like oh, it's all about the evils of capitalism. You know, or like right. or consumerism. It's just like, dude, it's just a zombie movie. Right, you know? right. Yeah, we don't need any secret, <laughs> secret messages. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to make it into this auteur, like, artistic, like, um, stuff. Like, do it, just do it in black and white and have everyone wear berets. It's just, come on. That's some fun. <laughs> and Rosso really, really gets that. You know, his movies are, like, really, really funny, but also really horrible and scarring, especially as a child. Yes. Um, like <laughs> we've discussed this one yeah. before, because I, this one, look, I think humor is is an incredible weapon, incredible like tool, especially for horror movies, because it really really lowers your guard. Because you, you come into a movie like that and you have all these silly, ridiculous characters, and they're doing just completely bizarre things, and it's, and they have all this slapstick humor. Right. And you're not you're not prepared for just the level of gore and violence. You're just like, whoa! It's just really, really like it 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 loosens you up to a point where you aren't ready for what's going to happen next. And and that's where I want the people. That's where I want them to the reader to be. You know, I want them to be to be to be thinking it's funny and seeing all these silly characters, and then whoa, they right just, they're just shocked by um, how far I'm willing to go. Um. In terms of violence and gore. <laughs> Are you going to continue with like a series with this book, or? Yeah, I've already, I've already, I've already, uh, I've finished the the second one already. Actually, awesome. um, 
uh, but oh, cool. it's it's I'm waiting for editing, um, and uh, it's it's probably going to be. We're, we're working on an audio book for the first one um, oh. first, That'd uh, be cool. but uh, so it, it, which is going to be on Amazon um, coming soon. Got a really funny. Um, got a, the perfect guy doing the voice for me. He has this really hilarious voice. Um, this, this really, this really it, he, he sounds he sounds like a neckbeard, so it's perfect because the main character is a, is a neckbeard. <laughs> um. um um, but yeah, the sequel. The sequel is. Uh, I really, I really went to, went to town on the sequel because it's just like totally, totally, even more ridiculous than the first one. Um, just as cheese grater cyborgs. Um, there's uh, the, the the zombie furries. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Wait a minute. Are they, are they, minute, uh, are they zombies in furry costumes, or are they zombies in furry costumes? Just, okay, Brilliant. because I. Because I had the idea a couple days ago for a, a zombie. Bar. There's a zombie outbreak in a furry convention. Oh my god! So it's just oh. thousands, thousands of furries just ripping people apart, which is which is incredibly fun. Which is really fun to write because because they, they obviously don't have any teeth, they don't have any claws because they're all covered covered in fur. So that was that was kind of funny to have people because so they're basically just yiffing people to death, just 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 piling on top of people. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I was just thinking about this yesterday about maybe being a furry as a zombie stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you, 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 I, I did, I did, I include some furry guys. Cause the story, the stories of both books are like portmanteau stout stories. They, they, um, they, they have, uh, main characters, which is the green Sunday. She's like, um, she's like the, my kind of red Sonya and with her, like, um, Watson character, which is TJ, the neckbeard, And, uh, there's, there's, um, I have my anti-hero character, which is Carpenter, this crazy homeless guy who who eats nothing but raw potatoes. But and <laughs> um, and he, he uh, and so it has those central characters that follow on through the games. But they, but it also has just a random selection of characters, like people that join the game for fun, um, who pay to get in and things like that. So it's it, and it's a mix of all their stories combined. So you're not you're not just it's not just one solid plot. It's it's you're going between different characters and it's a big portmanteau story like. Um, like like a classic kind of um, Rosso story. Okay. That's brilliant. I love um, it. So you're jumping about different characters. Uh, so you have your you have there are, there are furry characters in it. There is a, a pair of furry characters in it, and um, following their story. And uh, um, there's, there's also a, a there's also a, I've included a a, a gang of, of um, crazy zombie rights activists, which I, I we have talked concept. about that as well on the show. Yeah. If there was an apocalypse, yeah. would there be activists for zombies? Yeah. Of course. Oh, would. definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it would be. Um, uh, a little bit on the nose. Uh, called them ZLM. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> cause some controversy there, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to really shy away from that. No. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, why, why should mm. I? Why it's your book. Do what you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I had a lot of fun with that. So that should be coming out um, in a couple of months. Okay. Uh, I do plan on making into it like a series. Um, it, it, it sounds sillier than it is, but it is, it, it is done in a very like it, it sounds like it's going to be completely ridiculous with the zombie furries and the, the cyborg cheese grater cyborg. But it, it is handled in a way that is almost begs belief that it's serious, but it is serious. Like. Um, uh, I try to make it as serious as possible in the confines of this just insane, insane world that I've created. But 
you know. <laughs> you make people laugh, make them cry, whatever. I can try to do it. That's right. I like it. You should have all emotions in a book, I believe. <laughs> Micro, you had some other questions? Um, I, I do ha- I have a couple. Um, obviously, we want all of our listeners to go out and pick this up on Amazon when it's available, so we don't want to spoil too much. But in this book, is there a, a moment, a particular favorite piece or part that you can talk about? Um, favorite part. Um, oh, it's tough. I, I think I, I want to say um, the well, it's because it's, it's in the first chapter, so it's not really spoilers. I mean, like. I'm particularly proud of, um, I think the first zombie kill has to be the most impressive. So I went with a, uh, cheese that grater to the head. That was gnarly. That was gnarly when I was reading that. That was really, cool. really <laughs> ridiculously over the top. Cause have you, have you guys seen that show, um, on YouTube, uh, zombie go boom. I've heard of no. them. I have heard of them. You haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it was, it was based off that. Because I really, I really like that. I really like that show, and I really like the the how just kind of douchey the characters are. Um, well, not characters, but the people. Like, and right. I just thought that'd be really, really funny. Like, I really funny if that because if these guys were in a real post-apocalyptic zombie world, they would definitely get themselves a real zombie to to to, to, to experiment on, to, to experiment, use weapons on, and test it out. So, um, so they do that, but with a, a weaponized cheese grater. It was pretty crazy right. when I was reading that. Like I said, the descriptiveness. Was amazing, and I was just sitting there picturing what that would look like in my head, and it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's turned into a, a weird running theme, the cheese grater thing. Uh, it's, it's definitely <laughs> original. It's definitely original because we we usually ask most of our guests on the show three questions, and um, Freak will probably ask you those in a moment. Um. <laughs> But one of them is, uh, what is your favorite improvised weapon? Oh yeah, I'm digging the cheese grater. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think it's a good one. Definitely not. not cheese grater. We have not heard that one before. No. <laughs> yeah. Freak, you want to do the other two questions since we're there? Yeah, but I have to say, I'd have to figure out something else besides just the cheese grater, just so it'd be a little safer for you to use. Yeah, put it on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, 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 turn, they turn them into gauntlets. They turn them. You know, you ever, you ever have one of those cheese graters that has like a handle on top, and it's hot. You know, obviously, it's hot. Mm-hmm. So, so they, yeah. they, 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 they're not, they're not ordinary cheese graters. They've they're been, the old they've school. Been, uh, they're custom. They're custom cheese graters turned into like gauntlets, like spikes on the middle. Oh, okay. You know? You're like, you know, <laughs> you can, it's like it's like Wonder Woman, but with cheese grater gauntlets. There you go. Oh, okay, there that you is go. awesome. <laughs> soaring people's soaring people's heads off with them. I don't know. Well, I guess kind of like my um, the mop I have currently. Then you turn it on, and the bottom rotates. If you could put cheese graters on that, then you get a little yeah, extra distance. Yeah. Well, I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. You, you could. You could put like. You know. You know how you, they put like 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 uh, nails through baseball bats and like circular baseball. You could just put a cheese grater on a baseball bat. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you could just put like a couple of cheese graters on a baseball bat. Like, how much damage would that do? Like yeah, a lot. <laughs> I want to that. And that would do loads of damage. <laughs> I mean, like, just and it, and it wouldn't and it wouldn't weaken the the bat as well if it was made out of wood or something. You know, you could just like weld it on, <laughs> like weld them on. Uh, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, <laughs> that's gonna go on my uh, on my uh, cold steel um, plastic bat. It's gonna go on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, wiffle ball bat. <laughs> 
Well, the, the next question is, where's the worst place you can think to go during the zombie apocalypse? Oh, Jesus. Um, the worst place to go. Um, oh, wow. Um, uh, hmm. That's a good question. Um, Jeez, wow, that stumped me. Um, <laughs> Remember, there's no right or wrong um, answers. Just whatever you think in your head is the worst place. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a, a hilarious answer. Okay. I um, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the worst place to be, the worst, the absolute worst place to be ever. Um, 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 I was gonna say inside a prison, but now that's pretty good actually. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good with walls and you inside. Um, Especially if you're a prisoner. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe a brothel because then you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know whether what was happening to you was good or bad. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> like That's it. a good one. Um, <laughs> that, I, Wait, I like it. Uh, is she gonna bite me or? <laughs> like, you gotta worry about that in real life now, though, pay, don't you? Did I pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that extra? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, and last question is: What are your general plans for the zombie apocalypse? What are you um, to do? Pretty much what I said I was going to do. I was going to just, just lock myself in my house and just uh, look outside and wait for the military to come. I live in a really remote area, so it's not really built up. You know, it's like you only really you only really have trouble when you're in like a really built up area and there's not a lot of places to run to, and you live in like a block of flats or something. That's but true. you know, I live in the country. I live in the country, so it's really spread out. So, um, well, there probably you know, wouldn't be very many people would, around you, so you wouldn't have to deal no, with too yeah. many zombies. No, exactly. So, so I pretty much just uh, hold up my house, lock up. I, you know, I've got some cans and well, I've got lots of weapons, but you know, nothing, nothing decent, no guns or anything. Oh yeah, we live. We li- I live in the country, so there's loads of farmers with guns. So we probably all right. <laughs> there we go. The farmers would like before before the before the army came in. The farmers would come out with their shotguns and you know just shoot up the zombies, and we just stay inside, wait for the army, and eat eat canned peaches. Um, <laughs> and if and if I needed to to get more canned peaches, I just go over next door and just uh, hit them in the head with a shovel. Um, <laughs> that's how that work. <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do. I watch I watch all those uh, those um, prepper shows. Uh, you know, have you seen that Doomsday prepper yes, shows? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I watch the English ones. I just take notes of where they live. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna visit you. <laughs> That's pretty smart. <laughs> like, I, 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 so I could, uh, I could repair all this food and water. I just, you know, I could just take down the. I just, oh, Shrewsbury. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> <laughs> He's got a map with pins in it on the wall. Yeah, just, just yeah. I've got, got a claw hammer. That'll do. That's all you need. Knock knock. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's gonna be a professional raider. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they don't think about that when they're when they're putting themselves out there like that. They're, they're that's true. I know. 
Yeah, I know. I'd never tell anybody. I'd never tell anybody, yeah. especially if I was in England. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> if you're America, it's all right. Because in America, they, they're, they're serious. They, you know, they, they have they have guns and uh, they they create bunkers under the ground. But in England, it's just some guy with a cricket bat and he has lots of like cans of soup. <laughs> yeah. that's right because you guys can't have firearms I mean, yeah well we can it's just only if you're a farmer really <laughs> no, no. You, can have, you can have a gun it's just, it's just you can't have you can't have pistols you can't have uh, handguns or anything like that okay um so you can have like shotguns and stuff you can have a shotgun or a rifle if you're a hunter if you got okay. you gotta go through you gotta, you gotta jump through a lot of hoops and people have to come to your house and finger all your guns and things they have to come to your house and make sure it's oh, wow. secure yeah i know it's not a lot of free it's not like it's not like in america where you can have like a a mini gun in your back garden you know? <laughs> um i wish i, I didn't but know uh I didn't do <laughs> yeah but uh, and 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 recently they just banned uh zombie kni- what is described as zombie knives really uh, here yeah a zombie knife is any knife that's just just toxic green oh lord <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that's quite because because apparently in 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 the cities they like to in the bigger cities they, the, the gang members like to hack each other up with these these uh zombie knives so these big oh my goodness green knives with <laughs> they're just they're, but they're, i mean that doesn't really bother me they're just they're just they're just like chinese sheet steel mm-hmm. knives you know, they, they probably break the second they, time you whack them. yeah they're very cheaply made um I know yeah. I have some of those. I don't have any zombie knives. But I collect knives, yeah. so I have a lot of nice knives. But yeah. I've oh, yeah. gotten catalogs. Yeah, I knives as well. Oh, it's great! Yeah. It's a great hobby. I collect. I love that. I love it. We do. I, I what was the, the last one I got was a I, my ex girlfriend got me a like a, a bench made, a really nice one. Oh wow! Um, um, what do I have next to me? Next, I have I have a, I actually have, I have a bench made right next to me. Actually, uh, <laughs> I like I like the American knives. We have got some nice ones, and there's some really talented, like people that just do it from their homes, just make knives and, yeah, and yeah, sell yeah. them, I've, and they're I've got beautiful. Nice, I've got some nice customs. I got some nice customs. I have some I have World War Two customs. I have, I have a World War Two. Um, oh wow! Uh, reproductions, some of the reproductions I really like. Very cool. Um, I like the World War Two ones. Yeah. Um, I like all. Not of too expensive, them. actually. I like all of them, but I've got a few <laughs> yeah. really nice shiny ones that I don't ever want to be able to have to use because they're just so beautiful. Yeah. And they have a case and um, everything and it's great. <laughs> I don't have any cases for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like my folders. Um, I like the big ones too. Um, uh, like Kukri's. Kukri's are quite oh, fun. Very, Kukri's very, are probably, yes, that's- probably what I'd use. Yeah, if I was going to use anything, I'd use a kukri. I think uh, I've got a samurai sword next to my bed, but I'd never use it. It's pretty much useless in the apocalypse. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a question I want to ask you actually. Like, uh, what, what side are you on in terms of the the, the katana debate? Is it the best apocalypse weapon ever to use, or is it the shittest? Because you either hate it or you absolutely love it. I like katanas, but I'm not a katana person. I don't. I'm not skilled. I can't. I don't no. think it would be a good weapon for me because. Number one, I'm only four foot eleven. It, it was probably taller <laughs> than me, but um, they're heavy as well. If you get a real one, 
that's well made. Yeah, They're heavy. very heavy, and you have to have yeah. some a lot of upper body strength in order to swing that thing. And then to de- I don't you don't really need a lot of upper body strength. It's it's more leverage, but probably uh, I, yeah, I'm 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 skilled with it, but I I wouldn't use it because it's just absolutely it's it's a weapon that's designed specifically for a, a battlefield, a big battlefield. You know what I mean? It's designed for you know you you're a thousand guys in a field whacking the living crap out of each other, and you know it's not <laughs> yeah. on horseback. It's not. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a versatile weapon. It's not. A, it's not a tool, and it takes a lot of time and effort to look after. And uh, it's not really made of the best steel either. I mean, people think right. Japanese steel. Japanese steel is really, really good, but it's actually like the reason it's folded so many times is because it's really shit. Yeah. You know? And uh, and and you need to and and the way you, and it's so much maintenance. Well, I mean, like and it, it's not very versatile in terms of like if you if you're in a, a close quarters, you're like if you're in a, if you're in a building, like say you're hunting for food or something, and you're in a tight like office right, building, right, you're right. not going to put not going to draw it for one. And you're not gonna, and if you try and slice it, you're going to hit a wall. You're going to chink a wall. You're not really going to be able to swing it around. Right. Um, yeah. and, and it's not it's not really amazing to stab with either. Um, and you can't really use it in one hand unless you have like a wakazashi or something. And of no. course, they don't stick it. They don't have they don't have they don't have fasteners for the sheath. No samurai sword has a fastener for the sheath. So you're walking along, it's going to fall out. You you got to keep your thumb on it all the time. So right. if you're running, it's going to just it's going to pop out and probably just impale you. That's true. <laughs> And you get, and, and you're just like to sharpen it is so annoying to sharpen. Like you have to like oils and like that's one thing. Like Michonne has this samurai sword that's just perfectly sharp all the time, and she just uses right. a stone just like, whack one side, whack the other side. It it takes hours to sharpen it properly, and it you does. have to wet it, and it's just such a pain in the ass. And when you can just have like you can just have a big knife, just like, a big a big ten inch knife or a cheap machete made out of you know whatever. And that's you, what you I would get, go get, with something like and that. And you can find them anywhere. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, and. Uh, it, you know, it's just it's just completely um, useless. And you want you really you want some if you want some good steel, you want something Spanish or Italian or something like that. You know, they make the best steel. They've always made the best steel, right? Um, um, so it really it's 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 nice to look at. It's nice it's nice hanging next to my next to my um, collection, <laughs> nice collection thing. But it's it's really not that effective. Yeah, I have but, a couple you know, of mini it, katanas that I actually gave to my son because I'm like they're decorative pieces. They're not real weapons, and, uh, and they were his dad. So I was like, here you can have these, or I'm throwing them away. <laughs> we're not together. And um, he was like, oh, I'll take them. And I'm like, well, they suck, but here you go. <laughs> he'd be much more like he'd be much more in hand with like a cavalry saber or something like that. You know, something yeah. using one hand, something that's light. You know? That's that's what I would need because, um, like I said, I mean, yeah. a lot of those knives are really heavy, and mm. you're, if you're running through, you know, trying to get away from zombies and killing zombies, that's a workout. Mm. You don't want to be carrying around yeah. a heavy ass knife. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just, yeah, just a nice. Some, I prefer Sorry, something I, that can be a weapon as well as useful in other ways. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you going to use that samurai sword for? You're not going to use it for anything. No, yeah, you're not going to chop your vegetables with it either. <laughs> no, not with zombie guts on it. Just why you wash it? <laughs> Damn it! Wiping a pan. Yeah, it's fine. Of course it is. It's, it's probably fine. Yeah, you probably eat zombies. Yeah, it's I suppose it's... you could sterilize it with alcohol, but I'd rather be drinking it when I'm safe. Yeah, true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or trading with it. Could do that. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. You'd be, be all stockpiling gold, like Alex Jones says. <laughs> before they turn the freaking frogs gay. Well, we were talking about that not too long ago. The people, like the zombie apocalypse hits, and these people are going to go 
stick up a bank and steal all the money when money's going to be worthless. Yeah, exactly. yeah, money is worthless. Salt will be worth something. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it'd be robbing convenience stores, wouldn't it? Just like for food and booze and stuff. Yes. Most useful place, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, oh, so you we need to go to the places that nobody thinks of and gets the stuff nobody imagines that they'll need at the very beginning. So then you can use that to trade toilet all paper. the people who went and got all the food. Just rob all the toilet oh, paper. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Toilet king. paper and the wet god. wipes. You would be god. You're just king of the toilet paper. Yeah, go to the Costco <laughs> while everybody else is getting the food and booze. You can just load up on all the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could be the toilet paper prepper. That'd be hilarious because just like everyone would just be would, would just be begging you because because no one wants to wipe their ass with their hand. Just Jesus. <laughs> That's like, the best Twitter handle. Yeah. I kind of want to know if that's <laughs> you, you, you can just start. You can start stocking up on it right now because it never goes bad. <laughs> that's, true. That's, that's something I've never seen. I see preppers. Someone just 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 holding all the toilet paper for trade. Uh, yeah, I imagine a, a bunker just with just toilet, toilet paper, paper everywhere. Just like his whole bed is made of toilet paper, and he just covers it with a sheet. <laughs> like oh, sweets on toilet paper. That's when they're going to have to go to the uh, extreme couponers and go get theirs. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that that shows that you do a crossover. <laughs> yeah, and I want, and you know, I have to wonder: would the the different types be worth more? Hell yeah, some Charmin be worth way more than the store brand. Yeah, and like the stuff with aloe in it. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I, that's what I like. Really fast. I love the toilet paper with the aloe. Now we know. <laughs> uh, I can see that. Like that, that should be in The Walking Dead. Where it should like, be. Like, he, he, like he's, he's just, he's like, he's giving him like, what, what, what have you got to trade? I've got like one night with my daughter, and it's just like, when he goes, oh, here it is, here it is. Oh my god! And he just gets it, and just charm, and he just rubs it on his face. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come to me. <laughs> Because <laughs> his ass is because he's just like, like just like his ass is just burning from just wiping his ass with like leaves and bark or something. And not, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you also need to get the wet wipes, the toilet paper and the wet wipes. Yeah. You need them both. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did this conversation? Uh, it happens. Was... It happens on this show all the time. Yeah. More than I don't know how it happens, uh, but it does. Do you listen? Listen. Uh, no, I don't listen. I don't. The only podcasts I listen to are like political podcasts. I'm really boring. <laughs> I, I'm good with that. Yeah, that is right up his alley. I'm gonna grab a beer. So you guys yeah. go ahead. Uh, <laughs> lots of different types of podcasts. <laughs> so, um, there's some political. Oh, that was fascinating. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. Sorry. I, um. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. I just when I'm gaming and things like that, I just listen to some like boring political stuff mm. or like um, you know some you know some crazy ones. Well, you know, see what's going on in the world. See what see, see what town is burning down today. As you do. Yeah, that's what's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like I I, I like um zombie stuff, but it's like, it's it's for, for me it's weird because I I had an obsession with zombies. Um. Like I, I, I was a crazy person. Like I genuinely thought it was going to happen. Like I, I convinced myself that it was really going to happen. You never know, though. <laughs> like, it possibly like, could. 
and and to a point where I really thought it was going to happen. So I was like, so I, I would, I read like the zombie survival guide and all this stuff and took it really seriously. But but then I got, I, got, I just got, I, I'm kind of burnt out on it, honestly. I'm kind of burnt out on zombies in general. And yeah. this, like, uh, like, um, it, it's almost like this book for me is like me making fun of zombies in a, in a way that's really, really, really lo- like that, that's really appreciative of them. Like, I'm not trying to shit on zombies. I'm just trying to make fun of it in a way that that's, that's 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 gentle and really nice that's really appreciative of what what the medium is right um but it is making but it's sort of making fun of myself um how i consider myself like prepared because i mean i think i'm really prepared for design podcast right now but i but i i know i probably just get my attitude on (laughs) (laughs) when i wasn't paying attention we all have said the same thing i mean we've had many discussions you know if it happened you know we have that's part of one of our topics are usually on the show has something to do with the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. If it happens, mm. there's going to be some aspect of it that nobody has thought about. Mm. Well, and I think, yeah. this, I think this book, yeah, like, really gonna, well. you, you, I think a lot of people, especially mm. people that listen to a podcast like ours, they're going to enjoy that kind of tongue in cheek self-deprecation because we, we're a group that knows how to laugh at ourselves. Cause we know what's ridiculous. Yes. Yes. We, we do. <laughs> we're here for fun and entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do we have serious discussions on this show. Just we like to keep it lighthearted and <laughs> and boozy and boozy. Yeah, just <laughs> over my other beer again. It's a repeat. I'm having a Duclaw Dirty Little Freak. <laughs> Delicious beer. Yeah, my second um, one was the Golden Hour by Sam Adams. It's pretty good. Cool. <laughs> I haven't had that one yet. I have a bottle of water. That's okay. <laughs> You're right up there with micro. You said it's like three in the morning at your house, right? Yeah, it's three in the morning now. Approaching four now. Oh, oh my boy. goodness. What? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in bed. And I would be drinking, but uh, yeah. I've already broke my teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's awesome uh, that you waited all night to get on our show. I think that's that's... I have a really weird sleep schedule because I because I I I, um, I I dated a girl from Barbados, so I, it's the same schedule as you. So so same like hour schedule as you, and I'm just I, I, my body clock is just set to that now. Oh wow! So now I I generally stay up till three o'clock in the morning anyway. Okay. It's three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning anyway. So yeah, so it's pretty much my bedtime like huh. now ish. Okay. But it's not really bother me that much. Um, I don't keep regular hours. How did you meet a girl from Barbados? Uh, I, it was internet. that's a really funny story. The internet, there you go. That's, that's <laughs> okay. right there. Uh, yeah, she she was a writer as well. I was a writer. She, I, she was promoting a book, and I was promoting a, a comic, and we just met that way. And okay. uh, you know, one thing led to the other, and uh, you know, obviously, I went over there a couple times, and uh, that was it. Awesome. Um, and. I was going to say, that's another thing we do is we talk about our dating lives on here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't. Except for Freak, because yeah. he's married. Yeah. Uh, and my wife listens, so if I was does. actually... If, so if I was actually dating, I still want to talk about it. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that might be a problem. And she's on our show as a guest quite often as well, so... Yeah, and she's going to probably hit me when she hears oh, this. Oh, God, oh she's yeah. definitely going to hit you. <laughs> 
she will hit you and she will probably text me and bitch about it. <laughs> so, so everybody needs to check out Green Sunday. Yes. Like I said, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm definitely going to keep so reading. Am I. Thank just you. to, just to be, perfect, uh, be clear, is it available on Amazon yet, or are we still waiting? No, it's on Amazon, yeah. It's on Amazon right now. Um, it's just the, it's the audiobook that we're waiting on. Okay. Okay, perfect. The audiobook version. So when we release this, we will release well, a link to our listeners, too, to get them uh, get them out there to check it out. Will the audiobook become available on Audible eventually? Yeah, it's going on Audible. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Everyone gets to listen to that. <laughs> Everyone would listen to my dick and fart jokes. There he is. Awesome. Brilliant. We we tell a lot of those on here too. More than like I said, this is a total show about entertainment and just being silly and and that's what we do. Anything, everything. That was a really low point for me. That was really low for me because listen, listening listening to the audio because I was listening to the to this guy's audition for the audiobook and just listening laughing at my own dick and fart jokes and telling him <laughs> his voice I was just like it's really sad this is really sad you're laughing at your own really stupid ass jokes it's not though because like, I I go back and listen to our shows quite often and laugh at myself so everybody does it he just his, his voice is great because it's like he's like he's, he's like he's listening he's reading it for the first time thing. <laughs> I can't believe someone wrote, someone wrote this. Someone wrote this down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, hear, you hear the incredulity in his voice. It's like, what, why? Why does this exist? For fun, that's why it exists. People yeah. need to lighten up. Oh. <laughs> I, I plugged it a while back. Have you? Oh, I know it's available on um, as a, a serial podcast. I'm. I think it's uh, also a book, Fried Green Zombies. Oh God! <laughs> oh. It it's about the I same. It was... It's kind of tongue in cheek. And just hey, really I thought it was really original the other day when I I came up I came up with um, Fifty Shades of Grey Flesh. There's, there's already there's already there's there's oh. already a zombie version. I, I think it's called what was it called? Um, it was so uh, what was it called? It was like. It was a way better name as well, and I've forgotten it already. It wasn't fifty. It was like um, it's completely gone out of my head. But it was a way better title than that. I was just so annoyed. Oh, I, I did the same thing whenever I I made this this Facebook page for this show before the show became a show. Um, probably about four years ago, I was you know came up with Zombie Anonymous because I'm a bartender, and you know I'm thinking Alcoholics Anonymous, you know. So I was going with that, and then that domain was already taken on Facebook, so I had to make us um, zombie-holics <laughs> instead of Zombie Anonymous oh. for Facebook. And uh, it kind of goes along with it. But then we found out that there's a movie called Zombie Anonymous. All right. Yeah, we haven't watched it wow. yet. But <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> so I know exactly what that feels like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it a medium that's been done a little bit too much? I think zombies. Oh yeah, we've talked about that as well. Like you know, is it if, if zombies are going out or not? I think they'll come back around again. Um, they're still going strong uh, because of The Walking Dead. Yeah, and th- that's one of the reasons I did it. Though. That's one of the reasons I did it because I, I thought like, yeah, it's kind of been overdone, but you know, that's the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, just to do a really silly one. Exactly. Um, that's, that's still, that's still fun. That's still good. I, you know, but I like to think that it's still like scary and good. I mean, it, that's, that's, that's what's funny about it. That it's kind of serious, but it's silly at the same time. Right. Um, because but, we yeah, don't it's, think it's going to happen. Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure, but it, it really is a guilty pleasure. Um, I wrote it for fun. Um, really. I mean, my, my, I'm doing, I'm doing, I am doing more. Like, I, I cringe when I tell people about it. It's just like, um, it's like, yeah, you know, so someone's because you, t- you tell someone, yeah, I'm an author, yeah, I'm an author. It's like when right. you write oh, some stupid ass zombie novel about cheesecakes. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> you know what? It's an accomplishment, anyways, to just um, dedicate that much time to writing something. Yeah. You know, and so then, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's kind of like two months, yeah. people were podcasters. <laughs> yeah, two, two, three months, two, three months, two, three months of my life writing about zombie furries yiffing people to death. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that I is an accomplishment. I am too. Yes, I am too. <laughs> um, and uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, re- I'm writing something. What I'm writing now is really good, though. I'm, I'm really excited about what I'm writing right now. I'm writing something serious. Finally, it's kind of like it's kind of a in the middle it's kind of an amalgamation of like my series like cuz i do write i do write serious like mystery thrillers Ooh, as well like okay. um kind of kind of like lynchian lynchian thrillers i know you you you're a fan of david lynch which watching twin peaks the new one okay yeah uh so i, I kind of do like weird kind of tongue in cheek um mystery thrillers as well some serious like crime serial killers all that kind of fun oh, stuff oh that's i love serial and, killer um, stuff oh yeah i know i'm doing i'm doing sort of a spiritual successor to the dexter books right now Ooh, okay yeah um, so I really love those books. The books are fantastic. Um, God, we're going to have some books. more stuff that we have to read. Wow. Yeah, we all sorts of stuff out there now. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the books are fantastic. I absolutely love the books. The TV show is, is, is okay. Um, the books are amazing. So, so, so my story is, is kind of a, a spiritual successor where it's like, it's, it's obviously for legal reasons, it's not like it's linked in any way, but it's like, right. it's like, um, it's like it's like in a similar sort of mythos. It's like the idea that because uh, because in, in the books that it, it's this kind of a there is a supernatural element to it. Um, okay. I don't want to spoil it. For, uh, no, books, don't spoil but, it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's about um, you know the the main character is a serial killer, and um, even that, even they, they, you know, even serial killers have been done a bit to death. But you know, whatever, it's fun. Yeah, it, it is fun. I'm like, I'm one that will sit there and watch serial killer documentaries and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, like, yeah. I do all that. Yeah, the I do that time. Zombies are serial killers, zombies are serial killers, yeah. <laughs> Conspiracies, aliens, anything crazy like that. Um, anything to fill my time. Uh, so. Yeah, I have a bunch of serial killer podcasts I listen to also. Yeah, I gotta start <laughs> listening to some of those. Oh my god, there's serial killer podcasts? Wow. It's podcasts about podcast. everything. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, there there everything is a podcast about everything. You're right. Like, what do they talk about? Just old serial killers, new serial killers. There's some, yeah. There's some that talk about old serial killers. There's some that talk about. Uh, oh, there's one that's just talks about unsolved uh, murders. Shit, I go on that. I know loads about serial killers. It's it's it's, it's disappointing how much i know about serial killers i love it um, i love it yeah. well there's uh-huh. there's one that just is always comes up when, when i talk about this it's probably a little closer to home for you then because there was a couple in england that oh the road oh i know what you're talking about so um, yes 
Uh, Rose and Rose and Fred West. All my was, yes. Because it just yeah. the story just bothered me because they had their or the guy the husband had his co workers over to his house and they raped his children. Oh, this is and Fred West, he, yeah, this is Fred West. Yes, and while he's dead, she's still alive. But those co workers are still alive too. And nobody knows who they were. It's creepy shit. I, I, I actually, I, I actually, I actually drive past Saddleworth, uh, uh, where the the Saddleworth Moors is, where the 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 Hindley um, and Bradley murders, where they buried some of the bodies, and they still haven't found some of them. So oh you know, my god! So I, so I've I've oh, uh, I've driven past I've driven past those bodies probably a uh, hundred times. Wow! Um, <laughs> on the moors. Um. Yeah, but see, that's just what, that one just bothers me the mo- a lot because it's like you know these people were you know there were people involved with this, but obviously they've never been prosecuted. It's like yes, they weren't killing the people, but they did commit crimes and and you know he probably offered other co-workers who never came forward and said, hey, this guy wanted me to sleep with his daughter. Mm-mm, no. It's, like, it's just, no. Probably some, it's just horrible. some Illuminati shit going on. Some Illuminati shit going on. Do yeah. another podcast about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a, there is a bunch of Illuminati podcasts. That's true. Oh, of course there is. Yep. Of course there is. There's, there's a podcast about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, try, I try to get through one, like, one episode of, of the Alex Jones podcast, and I just can't do it. It's oh, just, no. just three hours of the dude just just screaming into the my, into the camera. I just, I just rather watch clips of it. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't listened to that one. Uh, just like, how can he just talk for three hours? Just like on his. I own? don't know. Like, that's even that's hard. Like Twenty minutes. That's why I recruited like freaking micro minutes. because um, I couldn't imagine me trying to sit here and talk to myself for an hour even. 20 minutes even. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to do that. I, mean, I had an, I had enough problems just talking to myself for like five or six minutes talking about board games. <laughs> yeah. We haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just difficult talking to yourself. It is. I mean, I, you may be, you may be surprised, but I, I actually hate the sound of my own voice. We all do. Maybe surprised. We all hate how, our own how much I've been just talking. Yes. How much I've been talking. <laughs> I'm. Um, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not even that, so much. Although I'm not going to listen to this podcast back. Oh god. <laughs> as, as long as you tell your friends to listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I will. Yeah, as soon as it's posted up, we are we are like a week behind getting some stuff up. So we'll get the backlog out get, this weekend. We're good. Yeah. Micro, mm, my micro is on vacation. I'm on. I'm, my I'm ex and Bobby is listening to it. You said she'll listen to it? Yeah, she likes son of my voice. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Oh, dear. What is that? What? Did you hear it? No. No. It was like a... I don't know what it was. I think because I, I heard might, a little bit of it. Maybe too. my phone was too close to my computer. I don't know. There's a ghost in your mic. Yeah, there might be. Oh dear. Anyways, yes. um, 
Do you do you watch iZombie or anything like that? Do you have that? Oh no, people people keep telling me to watch that. No, I don't watch that. It's very good. Is it better than Walking yes, Dead? I really, I don't think it's better than Walking Dead, but it's a different kind of show. Far more. Because I really like the. Because I really like the, I really like the, the comics of Walking Dead. I don't really like the show that much, but the comics, the comics are, are awesome. Right, I've read those. Yeah. I'm actually just starting to delve into some other comics. That's why I'm interested in maybe checking out what you have out. Um, my boyfriend is is all into comics, like huge. And I've only read The Walking Dead and like Archie when I was a kid and, and a couple others. And he's got me reading Batman and all this stuff. So hmm. I'm, I'm going to check yours this, out. Uh, this, the, the, the book actually started, it started as a comic. Um, okay. I was, I was, I was, uh, basically I was doing like a, a fantasy uh, comic with someone. Um, and they were just like, Hey, let's do a zombie comic. Uh, well, to fill the time in manga studio. And I was just like, shit. Okay. <laughs> I've got some ideas. <laughs> Cause I, I'd like, I had a whole folder full of zombie ideas. And I was just like, oh. I just like compiled them together. There you go. <laughs> That's cool though. Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, his only stipulation was it had to have a girl in it with green hair. I was like, "Cool, okay, <laughs> so, so, fine, all right, whatever." <laughs> and that is where the name comes from. Okay, and where there's a girl with green hair in it. <laughs> so, um, so there is no, there is no personal, there is no, I have no personal fascination with girls with green hair. It's completely random. That's what makes it cool, though. <laughs> It's like, in fact, if I saw a girl with green hair, I'd probably cross the street to avoid. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have green hair. Uh, I don't think I would ever dye my hair green ever, or I blue, like. or pink, or any of that. Nah. Yeah, I dye my hair red. Friends who have had their hairs all those colors at different. My points. daughter wants blue hair. I told her we'll think about it. She can have blue. I dyed my hair red for horrible, horrible. You dyed your hair. Dyed my hair red for horrible weeb reasons. Horrible weeb reasons. <laughs> <laughs> weeb reasons I don't want to elaborate on. You don't have <laughs> I, to. I'm a closet weeb. We all have closet our thing. Weeb. We all have our thing. <laughs> <laughs> Cosplaying, yes. The, the art of disappointing our parents. <laughs> my kids would make me so proud if they cosplayed. Depends on what they cosplay. That. Well, that's true too. That's true yeah. too. Especially since my um my fifteen year old watches a lot of anime, so I'd be I'd be really scared to see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Should have nuked Japan three times. Oh God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Nuke them again. <laughs> <laughs> nuke them two times and they create tentacle porn. You know? Yes, I know. I, I <laughs> hope Should've, I hope he's not was, watching that. Three was the magic number. You know. You know, maybe that's just why. because some of the people <laughs> were mutated and had tentacles. Yeah, maybe that is. Yeah, maybe that's, that's what it is. Maybe that's <laughs> <laughs> just a, a, a really horny octopus just writing all this shit down. Oh my god. <laughs> they're actually, they're, I've actually got that a line in, my, in the second book. I actually, I'm really, I'm really disappointed with myself that I have a line that's just like the, the chapter just ends with there's a tentacle monster and it just goes, well, you've you've read anime, you know where this is going. It just ends. Right. That's <laughs> the end of the chapter. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That this makes people think. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, gross. Yeah, I've never, I've never watched any of that. I've just heard things, and no, not for me. Oh. I know some people that absolutely love that. Uh, I do too. Oh, and it, 
scary, but um, I like some creepy ass shit. Like I told the the guys a couple weeks ago when I, the first night I hung out with my boyfriend, um, our first movie together was Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah. <laughs> Most people would watch. I haven't seen that. I, the, you know what? I've been trying to find this movie. I really want to see for that. a long time, and I can't find it anywhere, even on the Fire Stick and all that stuff. And because um, I watched um, Green Fury recently. Oh, Green, Green Inferno was Green awesome. Inferno, Green Inferno. Yeah, we it's watched that movie. too. We watched that too, but I had seen it I before. But it's pretty much a remake of Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I want to watch it. And, and it was it was very like disturbing, considering it was made so, in the eighties. And uh, so just, yeah. but I watched some creepy ass shit like that and. He yeah. just happened to own that movie, which I was like, "What?" But yeah, so we watched it. A green, especially, especially poignant, poignant for the social justice aspect as well. Oh yeah, SCW absolutely. And getting, getting eaten. That was yes, great. Yes, <laughs> that shit was crazy. The, the kid from Spy Kids getting yeah, yeah. torn apart. That was great. <laughs> My kids used to watch <laughs> little, that over and over fro. again. Spy Kids. Little ginger Jew fro getting devoured. Oh my god! <laughs> the other movie that Eli Roth made that was really good that had to do with the Jim Jones story was The Sacrament. I don't know if you watched that yet. No, I haven't seen that. It's pretty good. So I was impressed. Yeah, the way he films things is is very good. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a great movie. I really like. He just he just he just he's a he's a great spirit of fun to his movies. You know. Yes. That's what I like about it. You know, that's that's another you know you don't you don't get that in horror movies. Um, Anymore, the spirit of fun. That's true. You know, he, he's that, that's something from the eighties for sure. You know, something that's carried forward that he carries forward. Right. Um, we need more of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Just like tongue in cheek, kind of like because you should be laughing at these people as they died because it's, it's it's just a movie. You know, it's fun. Oh yeah, it was ridiculous. They're fine. You know, um, I did that a bit as well. There are some. So there are some. I've mentioned the social justice warriors in my my thing. Um, crazy. Feminists, tranny cyborgs, yeah, whole the whole lot. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Here to think uh, of uh, what else we wanted to. Do we have any more questions, Micro? I thought you said you had some. I wasn't sure if you. I had a handful asked. of questions, but I think we. I mean, we really dug into all the things that I asked and things that I didn't know that I wanted to know, which was <laughs> kind of fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely, I, we appreciate having you on. I, I know that the, the time difference, even though you're keeping kind of odd hours, it, it means a lot that you're here with us tonight. We appreciate that very, very much. Um, no worries. Yes. Is there anything else that you want to plug any social media that people can follow you on or anything like that? Yeah, sure. You can, you can follow me on uh, Twitter. It's just, uh, I'm not on it very much, but you might as well follow me on that. Uh, okay. I actually just, followed uh, you the other day. <laughs> it's just, it's call me rake on Twitter. Uh, so just like, it's, you know, like, um, you've seen, um, escape from New York, escape from New York. Yes. yes. It's a movie. Yeah. Call me snake. Call me rake. Okay. It's just, a, it's just so people, <laughs> it's, it's so people can like pronounce my name properly. Yeah. Cause it looks so, like Rick, but it's rake. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's rake. It's like snake. It's cool. Rape I like snake. it. Yeah. Like it. Like it. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's my real name, kind of. <laughs> it's, my <middle> name. <laughs> it's a nice name. I like it. It was my, it was my dad's name. Um, uh, he was South African. So, okay. It means rich. It means rich. Very nice. Uh, yeah. But the, 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 um, 
the Irish don't like it because it means like uh, rake means uh, kind of means asshole in Irish. Oh. So. Now I learned a new Irish word. <laughs> I learned something. Yeah. I learned a new Irish word, and I learned about Barbados in our time zone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very Americanized Barbados. Actually, very Americanized. It's really weird. I went. I went to. I went to. I went to a a shopping mall there, and and uh, and I was. What you, what you don't know about England is England is very depressing in terms of that we bag all our own groceries. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so when so when I got so when I got to the when I got to the end of the checkout, I was just like, who is wh- who is this person? What does he want? Why, why is he looking at my shopping? I was like, oh, he wants to put it in a bag. And I was just like, no, no, lad, I put you out of business. <laughs> oh um, my! Too many people, not enough jobs. You've got a job which is bagging groceries. That's depressing. That's depressing. When people can just do it themselves. That's true. I wish more people would do it themselves. That'd be lovely. But that, but that, that's the thing about English people. English people hate other, English people hate other people. They hate their own people, especially. <laughs> they hate them, and, and they don't want to see them at all. So they don't want another person waiting at the end of the till to bag the grocery because they don't want to see another person at the end of the till. They don't even want to see a person at the till. They want I should have. I, I should have been English. I should have been English because I go to like, the self checkout, so I don't have to talk to yes, nobody. Yes, yes, yes. Because I don't exactly, want to exactly. talk to nobody. I want to do it myself that, and get the hell that, out that is, of there. That is England. Yes. There's a line. There is a line at the self checkout in England. There's a line. There's a queue at the oh, self checkout. Same here. Same here. <laughs> That's how much they hate people. That's how much we hate people. They don't even want to. They There's just the people sitting at the church, tr- and there's, and there's a person just watching them. You hear that? You at United States were turning back into England with the self checkouts. Yeah. The English were <laughs> hating. They, they hate themselves so much they just don't. I they don't want the self checkout. I don't. I have to. I like it. <laughs> no, I always have with problems with it when I've tried to use it. <laughs> it's, it's human beings. You don't want to talk to another person. No. Trying to make small talk. No. Small talk with with a stranger is the most depressing thing imaginable. It know? is. It's, it's like being stabbed in the eye with an ice pick. Well, for me. My whole thing is it. I have to make small po- small talk oh, all day long. Small pox. Small talk all day long with customers <laughs> in both of the bars that I work at. So I don't want to talk to people when I go grocery shopping. <laughs> That was one of the that was one of the bonuses of when of like moving to a move to a foreign country is just like not speaking the language. So the, the so when the, the the shop assistant or just I actually was in France, so the people there are really rude. So, so small talk isn't even yeah. on the agenda. It's just like fuck you. Want to put this stuff in the bag? Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the money. That's my kind of go store. away. <laughs> oh, um, but um, it's like so that's what that's the horrible thing about England. It's just like the people hate you, but also they feel the need to make small talk with you. To punish you, <laughs> you know? they're not even nice in terms of the French, and they just they just want you to get lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! <sighs> well, Rake, we thank you for coming on. We're going to wrap this up. In uh, right. we yep. have a couple Thanks shows we have to talk about after you go off, but um, you're welcome to come on anytime when you get the other book out and you want to come on. Absolutely, yeah. Hit sure. us up cool. and uh, anytime. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm following your page now, so I'll definitely do, I'll do the rounds. I'll, I'll go on as many as shows I can go on. I awesome. like you know talking about zombies. Nothing, Nothing more wrong fun with that. about than talking about talking about your own work. You are right about that. Probably <laughs> shame, sh- shamelessly, shamelessly self promoting. Awesome, and I'll send you a message. Um, if you have people that want to listen, we're available on iTunes and Stitcher, the apps that you can download. And um, I do. I will share. Just it. tell them to subscribe to Zombie Anonymous. And we'll, uh, we'll get you some uh, links as soon as this hits the airwaves, and we will get the link to uh, Amazon out to the Zombieholics so that they can take a look at your work. 
That's awesome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Absolutely. And check out um, ZombieCast. See if they can have you on someday. I think he was I've on there. Been on that. I've already been, He's been on ZombieCast. Yeah, oh, on okay. Cast. Cool. I'm going on there again. I'm going on there again. Actually, I'm going on there again because okay. I, I bribed. I bribed Normie with a with a free copy of a signed copy of my book. Ah. <laughs> now I'm jealous. Now I want a signed copy of your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah, Normie's great. She is. Yeah, we, we've had Normie on the show. You're gonna have me on again, then I'll send you one. <laughs> you are welcome to come on anytime. You let us know when that second book comes out. I will. All right. <laughs> okay. Have a nice night. Good talking to you, sir. Hey, you too. Thanks a lot. Bye, Ray. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Cool. He is funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me. I'd, uh, like, to, I'd like to hear um, Hexter's opinions on his thought of English people. <laughs> well, Hexter's technically English person. So. I know that. That's why I, I want to know if his, if his views coincide. I bet you they will. <laughs> I know. All right. I'm going to try this Hexter. Um, thing one more time and then oh he said lots of fun thanks again night awesome before you do that sideline um this is where i'm going to split the episode because it's going to be two episodes at this point um, okay okay and once we play hexter's thing i'm going to zip out okay okay all right okay. we'll cover the uh i zombies and the fear and then we should be all caught up for next week because we'll we'll still have i zombie and fear for next week good god our days are going to get long because I know. So let me find Hexter's stuff and hopefully I'm not replaying anything. Here we go. Good evening, chaps. Berlin calling. Hi, guys. Good to see you at another meeting. All right. This week in Johnny's bar, I'm going to mix a traditional dry martini. Okay. Get yourself a shaker. Put ice in. You want a shot, glo- uh, shot measurer? Uh, gin? Nice big double of gin. In this instance, I'm using Bombay Sapphire because that's what I have on hand. Okay. Then you want some dry vermouth. I've got martini extra dry. You want a little bit under a shot. You get yourself a, some fresh olives. Oh, fresh olives. Um, some olives. Pour a little bit of the juice. Just a tiny bit. And a couple of the olives. Put the olives in the chilled glass. Now here's the tricky bit. Get yourself a bar spoon and stir the cocktail mixture in the ice. Do not shake it. Just stir it gently to chill the spirits down. You don't want them warm. The reason we stir it and don't shake it is when you stir, uh, when you shake it, you bruise the alcohol and it changes the taste. In some cases, it makes it a little bit more creamy. In others, it literally makes it a softer flavour. Okay. 
Put your lid on your cocktail stra- uh, shaker with a strainer and strain it into the chilled glass. There we go. Job done. And there we have it. A traditional dry martini. Cheers. Okay, on to other things. Right, um, yet again, there's been some stupidity by idiots in Great Britain um, that I have a bit of a personal experience with. Uh, not fun. Everybody's jumping on the hate this and don't do that and old hashtag my ass. Um, all I can say about it is they're just fucking idiots. Um, and you can't, uh, you can't label everybody with the same brush. But on the other hand, uh, yeah, you can. You can label all terrorists with the same brush. They're all dicks. Yep. Um, and I hope they burn happily wherever the hell they choose to go to. Um, anyway, uh, better news. Uh, I'm recovering from breaking my toe, which is nice. And uh, apart from that, um, we had a nice big, yeah, knees up, I might say, for the bank holiday weekend. We traditionally do um, garden games here at my place. Um, We had about 70 to 80 people come over this year, mixture of uh, grown-ups and children of varying ages. Uh, We played some games. We drank some drinks we had a generally a good time and uh hope to do it next year um you've got to stay positive and keep looking on those fun times because uh, you can't do anything about the idiots you just have to celebrate what you've got okay guys uh zombie news um getting on with iZombie second series um i've just discovered that uh um or let me say that again uh, they've just discovered that um, the Chaos Killer is <gasps> Liv's uh, ex-boyfriend um, so it's all <laughs> exciting and uh, there was a notice come up that um, We're Alive has opened a Patreon page yes. to try and get support for their new projects. Go check them out um, they are a very worthy cause they do an unbelievably good product um, if you can, give If you can't, tell someone else about it. All right. You guys take care. I'll speak to you next time. And uh, bye. All right. Thank you, Hector. Thank you, Hector. Cheers. (laughs) As you drink. (laughs) All right, boys and girls. At this magical point in the night, I believe this is going to be the end of tape one. You're going to turn it over to tape two in order to hear the other side. Um, <laughs> making this a long episode, we're probably going to split right about here. And this is probably where I'm going to split as well. So, see you there? Yeah. Um, so, you may not need to split it. We could try to keep this under two hours. Eh, you're at 120 right now, and you got a lot left to go. Uh, we can try to sp- speed through it. Okay, so we're if, try. If, if we'll wait and see. So, when you get there. It's not a surprise. You're not, not going to split. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yes. If it's not split, you just cut that off. Bingo. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's... All right. Where can we find you, Micro? Right here. But you know, the people. Oh. You don't want them to find you there. Well, I mean, maybe if they're cute people. <laughs> but 
Anyway, um, you can find me on Twitter and Untapped PDA14. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram, Eric with a K1990, E-R-I-K with a K1990. Send him butt pics. I have some butt pics to post to the Facebook page. I just haven't done it. What? Awesome. <laughs> yes, the first what? of the butt pics. They'll go up on the Facebook page shortly. Okay. So it'll have to be after this. Okay. So it can be suspended. but Well, suspenseful. Suspensified, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, you'll have to send them to me and Jesse so we can see. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I can kind of wait for this. <laughs> but yes, we have we have indeed received buckets. This is awesome. So I'll uh, I'll keep you. Do we know? Do we know more. the person? Yes. Okay. Have we had him on the show? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Is it Guy Kane? <laughs> well, I mean, I, he didn't send it to me. It's it's a little bit unclear at this moment. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So somebody else sent a picture of Guy Kane's butt? It, it's it's undetermined right now. We cannot verify. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm scared, and I might need a Tylenol. You might. Sorry, <laughs> all right. all of our uh, zombie anonymous royalties will help pay for your therapy. Oh, good. I will be needing it. <laughs> Hey, we're getting close to being able to be syndicated. This is Are true. <laughs> Yay! All right, micro. Yes, I'm out of out of here. There we go. See you next week. Bye. All right, enjoy. Oh yeah. All right, now it's just you and I. Freak. So, do you want to start with fear, or do you want to start with I zombie? Um. Oh, let's start with Ice Zombie because that's where my notes. Start. Okay, <laughs> mine too. All right, so this episode was called Twenty Sided Die. Um, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, although I've known people to do that. Um, that were in my life. Dragons is awesome. <laughs> I know nothing about it, nothing at all. But apparently, Mike knows about it, and uh, my ex, um. My oldest son's dad was one of them people that painted all the little thingies <laughs> with little paints and yeah, the miniatures. Yeah. That's that's my extent of knowing about it. Well, I'm in two games so we start, right now. It's like I play on Sundays in the game with my kids and a friend, and then I have a bunch of friends I play with on Tuesdays. <laughs> we went to um, Mike and I went to the comic book store by my house the other day, and um, they have a whole room upstairs for people to go and, and play those things. Well, it's all a matter of finding the right person to run the game. Right. That's what makes or breaks it for you. <laughs> okay. Well, we start off iZombie with Ravi at a zombie meeting with the zombie hunters. And they know that the mayor is a zombie. Right. And Blaine is meeting with his employees. And he's using Ravi's blue recipe. Yep, the blue juice is ready. <laughs> so uh, the zombie hunters are sending people to capture zombies, and they want to starve it and live stream it so that people can see that there's proof that there are zombies in this world. Yeah, and there's that one guy, he stands up, he's like, I didn't know I was signing up for a kidnapping. Right. And, and Ravi, go ahead. He gets out his real name. I know. 
I, I thought the same thing whenever he said that. Yeah, see, it was kind of worked out that he let him know up front that he was a cop. It's like, that could be dangerous. Yeah, he works for the police. For them to find out later that he worked for the police. But coming out with it, okay. Maybe that's right. part of why he had to give his real name. But it's like, that's I think so, yeah, because if they investigated that, yes. But he said he has believed in zombies, and he tells them that he's working on a vaccine to keep people from becoming zombies, which is actually the opposite of what he's doing. He's trying to turn zombies back to humans. Yes. But, well, and um, they did Google him, so it probably, I guess it worked out that they did, he did give his real name. Exactly. And then Robbie meets Rachel, and she's a photographer, and she actually wants to take pictures of a real zombie. <laughs> so then we go to the guys playing Dungeons and Dragons, and I wrote LOL. The lovely elfkin tr- creature, and then he goes on, and I actually took a video of this part and sent it to Mike. I was like, because he does all these weird voices that that guy was talking like him, and I had to send it to him. It was funny. And um, so then the guy is is running the game, and he chokes and dies in the middle of the game. Well, yeah, and a bunch of these people are guys who work at the for the police department. Mm. <laughs> The sketch artist guy was there. Yeah, and also, oh, I don't know what he did. I can't remember what he did, but the goth guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has been on there before. He did the phone. Oh, yeah, on the, okay. the one where the with the stepdaughter. He put the phone. You figured out what the That's messages right. were on the IT, phone, even yeah. though it was smashed. So it was kind of with IT. I, I remember now. He reminded me of the guy on the um, IT crowd. Yes. <laughs> so, um... Oh. Robbie, Robbie goes, do I look like a nerd? Whenever she was telling him. Yeah. He, you know. He sure had a thing about nerds. And it was like, what the <laughs> So they interviewed the players. Over, I think he was overcompensating because he was a nerd and he tried to, tried right. to hide it. But, sure, probably. But I did find it funny because Clive is looking at the game board and he's like, what the hell am I looking at? Yeah. <laughs> um. So... The dungeon, what did I write? I wrote DM equals dungeon master, because I didn't know what that was. Um, common barkeep, Dan's final character. That's what he was. Dan was the guy that choked. Yeah. Um, they find out the wine was poisoned, and uh, he had dice in his pockets. And then Liv makes herself a uh, beef pot pie out of his brain. <laughs> That was a brain pot so, pie. <laughs> yeah, brain pot pie. And uh, so she's becoming that D&D character that he was, you know. And uh, we found out that Dan played a lot of online poker. Yeah, I have her. She's talking to somebody. She's like, strength below average, charisma below average. <laughs> <laughs> so then Liv's arguing with the player about absorption suits, whatever that means. <laughs> Then um, she has a vision about dice and the arguing, and Zoe is the girl that was there. Yeah, and while I found it amusing that Liv kept rolling dice, it's kind of offensive to gamers. I thought, <laughs> like, see, I wouldn't know. Roll dice for everything. I've, you've never seen me just sit there and roll dice and make a decision based on that. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know anything about that, so I wouldn't have been offended. But maybe as a player, I could see that. Um, so then you got Blaine talking about visions, and uh, there was a comment said called "hide the baguette," 
about oh. some date. <laughs> well, they were also talking about how they had the ladies' man World War II vet brain that he was soaking in the blue juice. Yes. So they end up using a melon baller <laughs> to divvy up that brain, and um, Danny. Oh yes, we was knew. Eating it. Yeah, Donnie. We knew he was going to take too much. Is it Don or Danny? I thought it was Donnie. Is it Donnie? I, I have no fucking clue. So Robbie, um, Major found mail that Robbie was hiding from him, and it was hate mail when everyone thought he was the chaos killer. And he gets a piece of mail from a lady named Shauna that says she knows he didn't do it. He knows what it, She knows what it feels like to be accused of something that she didn't do. So I'm curious to know what the fuck she did. Because I think she did something, and we're going to find out about it. I wonder if she's kind of lying. She might be kind of uh, a serial killer groupie. Maybe. She might be. We'll find what, out, I'm yeah, sure. That's what I thought. So then we have Peyton. She's talking to a client. And then they show um, some comic books, and it was The Flash, which I thought was cool because The Flash comes on before iZombie, or at least it used to. <laughs> on the CW network. And Clive was trolling Liv talking about what he thought about the Flash. <laughs> yeah. And then they're in a, they're in the comic book store and they found the painting that they that was missing from Dan's house that apparently he paid like ten thousand dollars for. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Liv looks at the painting and she has a weird vision of a hairy elfin girl in erotic no, cosplay. Halfling. <laughs> And they're talking Whatever. about the erotic cosplay thing with halfling feet. <laughs> I don't know anything about this stuff, so y'all have to excuse oh, me. Halfling, but um, Halflings are like hobbits, and hobbits have hairy feet. Don't talk about hobbits! Because I'm not even going there with the hobbit thing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Do, you have, do you have hairy feet? <laughs> no, I don't have hairy feet. But Mike likes to call me a hobbit because of my height. So I figure this much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you're not even that much taller than me, so shut up. He's like, I'm taller than you, though. So, yeah. So I get called a hobbit on a regular basis. Um, so Zoe, we find out Zoe was sleeping with Dan. And then Jimmy, the sketch artist, had a crush and uh, drew Liv as a dominatrix. Yes, I have that in my notes. In Plus life. a picture of him and Zoe in that character that we just discussed. Yes. And then Liv makes a save against upchucking. Yes. Okay. For for your benefit, Jesse. Okay. In Dungeons and Dragons, then there's things called saving throws. There's different aspects of magic or poison, things that happen to you, and you have to make a saving throw to see how if it affects you or how badly it affects you. Okay. <laughs> Again, over my head. Because <laughs> I know nothing about this. Um, so the, then they, they interview another person in the group. I didn't catch his name. But he has a tattoo of Zoe on his back. <laughs> so all these little nerd guys are obsessed with the one little nerd girl that hangs out with them. That's kind of... And then you... That's kind of probably true with lots of gaming. <laughs> Oops. Not as really? Much, not as much now. It's like a lot of the groups I play with are pretty mixed with... There's a lot more girls than probably when I was in high school. Oh, no. I guess even the group I played with in high school was mostly girls. But there's oh. quite a few groups where it, it's kind of a guy hobby, and so there'd be a bunch of guys playing. And so if a girl played, then these are guys who were sing single nerds. And so a girl 
playing a game with them, then they all have a crush on her. It, it kind of that okay. kind of makes sense. Okay, well that makes sense to me then. Then we get to Steve. And I guess that could yeah. just be me stereotyping also. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but you know you've actually played the game, so you can do that. Yeah. Um, Steve, he apparently used to be a blonde guy, and he changed to a vampire to get Zoe's attention. <laughs> so dyed his hair dark and wears all the black and and all that stuff. Um, and then Liv talks about going on a quest. Yeah. And the gang is all playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I'm laughing my ass off at the character names. Okay, see, I have l- l- a few comments here. Well, well, first, I have the comment where she was talking about all the suspects, and she's like, none of them could draw blood from a one-eyed kobold, which made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, Clive is playing Earl, the dwarf fighter. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. And a lich is a member of the undead. <laughs> it's undead. I wrote wizard. that down. <laughs> okay, undead wizard. Yeah. So, well, then let's see here. There's two hours to create a character. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but so then I'm looking at this. I'm like, you have a monk, a paladin, a fighter, an assassin. They're screwed. While the paladin can kind of provide some healing, they don't have a cleric to actually heal them. So it's like they should have no chance. <laughs> Wait, I heard that word. I think already today. Isn't that what is the young Jedi called? The Padawan. Okay, now I heard that word today. <laughs> yeah. No, a paladin is kind of like um, a church knight. And I had to laugh at Peyton when she said, I bid the fellowship of the dorks good night. Yes, that was great. <laughs> then Robbie pulls it out and just makes her have to stay. Yep. Oh, 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 even before that, right before Peyton died, she's like, we can go find Castle What's-His-Nuts, or we can tie up this old lady and take what we want. <laughs> well, then um, Liv has a vision of a secret room in Dan's apartment and there's a suit of armor there. Yeah, and they're and, trying to leave and Clive's all into it and he wants to keep playing. Yeah, and he keeps talking about it like the next time they're together. Well, see, I had a couple more questions here. Did Liv use the murder victim's gaming supplies or did she buy all new stuff? She probably bought all new yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, but I just kind of wondered. It's like, hmm. I thought it was funny <laughs> <laughs> I throw the dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And then Clive's like, how do you like Earl now, you damn dirty lich? <laughs> and then he tells Liv, we can make this a regular thing. You can save some gamer brains. And then we get to the computers. They go to the where the computers are in Dan's apartment. And they're all in Russian. And apparently, because she's on his brain, she can read Russian. And she ends up frying all of the computers with the wrong password. And something about Russian power plants. And I can't, and remember, then they, I can't remember what caused this, but I have it in my notes. Clive saying, oh, white people. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember him saying that. Because it was funny. And then the FBI steps in and they shut down the case from Liv and Clive. Yeah, Clive's old girlfriend shows up. Yep, Blasio, I think her name was. Clive is looking for her and he said he hasn't stopped thinking about her since she left. And um, 
she was asking if he had any other questions, and she said, um, I meant about the case, because he was asking her stuff about yeah. them. And so then they're playing again. Well, really, poor poor Clive. He has even more now he has to hide from her. Right. <laughs> and it's and like, then, you know, he could just tell her and patch things up. You'd think so. And but, hell, it might even be a benefit because she knows Liv. That's true. It could work. Hell, she, as far as we know, she could be a zombie. That's true. You know what? She might be. I'm thinking that's maybe why she took off and stayed away. So then we have Liv eating brain mush with her date, Justin. And then I was laughing my ass off because Don's using the beer taps as as an airplane, like, like gun thing. He's, he's like, going fucking nuts on those brains. He had, like, brain overload. And then he runs off. The junkie ass, the bodyguard, or whatever the guy was. He'll be okay, right? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that guy don't give a shit. So you got Liv and Justin at a fundraiser. I and have, Peyton tries to talk. Go ahead. I have a feeling that the flash drive that keeps coming up, that the uh, uh, the video from the zombie dominate or from the dominatrix who died, shows the mayor as a zombie. <laughs> Probably. That's why nobody's bringing it back up. Yes. Because it seems like um, the mayor's office is trying to hide it. The, do- the mayor didn't want to talk about it. And so it's like... Hmm. Well, then Peyton's trying to talk to her boss about the Dominatrix case. And he blew her off. And then we go back to Ravi. A guy comes to get him. Um, because they captured a zombie and it's Donnie. Yep. And then you got Major watching TV, and the doorbell rings a few minutes later, and it's Shauna at his house. But in between that, at the fundraiser, somebody starts shooting, and Peyton's boss gets hit. Oh, yeah, the mayor. Or at least he's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's the mayor. And yep. Liv has to keep him from going full zombie. Yes. Yes, she does. She tells everybody she's a doctor. She gets him calmed down. And then we go to Blaine, sitting out in front of the well, talking to his dad. And I love the song that they picked, the Fear the Reaper song, for that part. Well, I just love that he fed his father the brain of an impotent proctologist. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I wonder if he... Oh, man. I wonder if he soaked it in the blue stuff. He probably did. <laughs> I would not put that past him. So then you get a scene with the guy in the car... And that dude, what was his name? Ah, oh, shit. What is his name? Mr. Boss? Stacy. Oh, Stacy, Mr. Boss. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mr. So Boss he's back. back. Yep. Yeah. I have that in my notes at the end of that episode. Then I have the comment, every preview for the next week this season has me excited to see it. I think Hell she, yeah. I think she eats the brains of the guy who was hung in his prison cell. And then yep. my next comment after that, so it's like I have Mr. Boss's back. That little comment about the previews, and then Mr. Boss is back. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to go on your notes for the next episode, because I did watch it today, but I didn't take any notes while I was watching it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll try to go through these quickly. We have Donnie is chained up by the zombie hunters. <laughs> yep. And they take um, Ravi's phone. <laughs> and he makes up some lie and tells Major why he won't be around for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And then... 
Oh, Peyton's trying to get Liv to eat the guy's brains who was hung in his jail cell. And she's like, you gotta do this for justice. And she's going on and on about different things. And Liv's like, you had me at justice. Yep. Oh, Donnie wakes up in the zombie hunter's dungeon and he's still on the WW2 vet's brains. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, because he's singing this Star Spangled Banner. (laughs) (laughs) And then Peyton, dressed like a dominatrix, spanking Liv. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I love that. She she got way into character for that one. Take it back, you undead slut. (laughs) (laughs) And Liv mentions that she's trying hard to prove her to lose the case that she's already won. And And Peyton's like, my desire to be right is even greater than my desire to win. Liv finally has a memory... And then she asks for more spankings. <laughs> and Peyton gets into it. And then Liv starts having hallucinations because she's on crazy brains again. Right. And she sees her ex-boyfriend, Drake, that she had to shoot in the head. Yep. And she tells Peyton this, and Peyton's like, Drake, your ex-boyfriend? She's like, no, Drake, the hip-hop star. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter came in when I was watching that, and she's like, oh, my God, I know him. He's from some show. I forget what she said. She told me, and I was like, okay. And then Payne's like, watching my zombie roommate talk to a ghost, it's just a normal Tuesday. Well, I think it's cool because it's kind of going into what you said was in the comics. Mm. Having the other supernatural beings in it. Kind of. because Like, I'm definitely going to buy them because I want to read them myself, but... um, you know, it's kind of cool. But he's a hallucination. He's not actually a ghost. No, he's not. But I'm saying that's what's in yeah, the comics. Yeah, it is kind of close to the comics, yeah. Oh, and then Liv goes into one of her visions, and Peyton and Clive are just sitting there talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> while, she's, while she's sitting there like, it's a long one. <laughs> Blue juice or yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, And then when she comes out, and she's talking about how she saw that she was hung and. Peyton's like, did you see who killed you? And Clive's like, she never does. <laughs> oh, and then she tries to get them to go off because she's going for her day. And she says something about how they could watch um, Dark Side of the Moon so they then they can explain it. And Clive's like, I can explain Dark Side of the Moon to you right now. Yep. <laughs> and then none of them wanted to hear it. They were like, both like, I'm out. <laughs> Oh, then she's trying to have some sexy time with her, with Major's friend. Oh, what is his name again? I Justin. Justin. I need to start keeping that in the notes, but okay. It's only one reason I remember that. It's my offspring, whose birthday is tomorrow. Well, happy birthday, Justin. <laughs> yeah. And then it kind of ruins the mood for him when her hallucination starts up again. And so they're laying there and the Drake hallucination says, you got a pottery wheel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. For any of you youngins who are listening, go watch uh, Ghost and you'll understand that reference. Yeah. And then, next to my notes, Mr. Boss shows up at Blaine's funeral home and immediately shoots him. And he's like... That part surprised me. 
what happens after he's shot. See, see, I love this part about Mr. Boss. Because so often in movies, and he kind of did it while kind of making fun of it, but so often then the bad guy gives the good guy too much time. Yeah. When he should just kill him. He didn't give him any. That's kind of what Mr. Boss did while also making fun of it because he's like, oh, did you want some time to monologue? Beg for your life. (laughs) And then it cuts around to Liv going back to Major's house and they have their little um, fort with the Oh, I can't remember her name either. The serial killer groupie is what I think. Oh, uh, Shauna. Shauna. Shauna, okay. And then Drake shows up in their little fort and he's like, it reeks of sex in here. (laughs) Oh, something was mentioned. It's like, it's a euphemism. God, I hope so. (laughs) I can't remember what that one was about now. Damn it. Oh, let's see here. Then we have the comment of Ninja, please. No, I was laughing my ass off when he said that. That guy was like crazy. I'm trying to remember who that was. Damn it. I watch this and take notes and then I forget. (laughs) Well, then it was obvious that Ravi was about to put the guy to sleep when they were watching uh, Donnie as a zombie. And then, of course, he does. Yeah. And then Ravi goes up to Donnie. is like, where's the phone I gave you? Tape between my butt cheeks. And Ravi says, not again. <laughs> and I have no idea what that's in reference to. I don't know either. See, I don't know if it's happened in the show. And if it hasn't happened on the show, when else has Don has Ravi had to use somebody's phone that was taped to somebody's butt cheeks? I don't know. And Donnie's like, sorry about the swamp ass. And then he tries to bite him in his head. I was laughing. I was like, oh my god. And then Ravi tries to call Liv. He can't remember any phone numbers. And Donnie laughs at him about that. He's like, welcome to the modern age. That's true. I don't think anybody memorizes numbers I anymore. Know. I used to have a shit ton of phone numbers memorized. Me too. Not anymore. I'm lucky to remember my own cell phone number. Me too. Though I do remember Mrs. Freaks. There you go. That's important. You have to. And then I was just thinking, poor Ravi talking into a phone that had just been taped to a zombie's ass. <laughs> and you know now I wonder when did Ravi give him a phone to tape to his ass I don't know and it was Donnie's phone so where did he get Donnie's phone from cause I ha- <laughs> it was in his sock Okay, after he tried to bite him in the head, he goes, oh, I forgot it's in my sock. Okay, I must have missed that, though. Yeah, I was in a sock. But still, it said, where's the phone? Or, or maybe he just asked where his phone was. Okay, maybe I misunderstood what it said, but it sounded like Robbie had given him a phone at some point. I don't think so. I think he had hidden his from them, so they couldn't take it off of him. How would They took Robbie's, but... Yes. The zombie, they didn't think to take his phone. Yes, but it sounded like Robbie asked him, where's the phone I gave you? 
Maybe that's the phone. But I was just thinking, it's like if Ravi had access to Donnie's phone, why would he put it back on Donnie? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, see... I wasn't paying attention at that point, so I'm not sure. probably should. Well, you might have to watch it over again. Yeah. Oh, and then we have Blaine talking to Mr. Boss, and he's like, I can bury you in a alive in a grave or you can listen to my business plan and Mr. Boss is like listen to your business plan what's option one again (laughs) oh and Mr. Boss stabs him through the neck and Blaine has awesome control it's like going into the zombie mode and he doesn't kill Mr. Boss yeah (laughs) that was crazy I didn't expect him to be a zombie again oh I knew it had happened I didn't. I was just like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, I just saw that coming a couple episodes ago. It's like, of course he has to become a zombie again. Well, he'll be back and forth through the entire show, I'm sure. (laughs) No, then we have um, Liv going to talk to the, um, the dominatrix killer's daughter. And we find out that near the end there, then they're zombies. And they realize that Liv is a zombie. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see here. I have Liv kiss the air. I'm not sure what that's... Oh, that because she saw Drake sitting on the couch and oh, they yes. were kissing. And she was on and top walks, of him. Yes. Yeah, and her boyfriend and Peyton walk in and they're like... Okay. <laughs> and then it's playing um, Zombies by the Cranberries, which is kind of perfect yep. for this episode. Actually, really yes. perfect song for the brain, or for the show in general. Mm-hmm. It is. And then Blaine shows up to help go get Ravi. <laughs> and Donnie. And he's like, do you want to go kick some ass? And we get to the end. Well, First, they piss each other off and hurt each other, so they go full zombie mode. And I'm fucking sure that they're going to bust in right before Ravi gets shot. The way the episode ended... Yeah, I I think so. I'm damn sure he's going to be saved and not killed. Yeah, I I don't think he's going to be killed. But the preview for next week was awesome. I, I didn't get to see the preview. To, I think it's supposed to be a two-hour show. Oh, wow. Is I it a finale? Yes. This okay. is going to be the season finale. I think it's supposed to be two hours. I could be wrong. Okay. But it, it was all amazing, and they made sure not to show Ravi in any of the scenes. Oh, wow. And All right. I... I wouldn't be surprised, and I think I might actually be a little disappointed, but I think one of the major, major characters is going to be killed next week. Mm. I'm on a toss-up on Ravi. But just from the what I saw the preview, I wonder if it could be Blaine. Ooh. I guess we'll have to wait till next week but, and see. But also, it's in the preview, so it's <coughs> probably a teaser, and so it probably really isn't going to be him. Yeah. I think it's too early still. We're only on season three, you know? Yeah, but I, I'll i be disapp- kind of disappointed if they don't. It Just the way the preview was going, it looks like somebody might have to die. 
Right. This is kind of a little too much if everybody avoids everything. True. So, that's it for iZombie. Fear the Walking Dead, I guess we can do a quick overview because it was it was two episodes and it was really long but I was really impressed with it it's like like you said last episode or the episode before last that you think that season three would start to pick up just like the walking dead did and it really did yes I like I, I was I was happy for the season I don't I'm not as uh, well, before it came back on, it's like, oh, do I really have to watch this? <laughs> I was feeling the same way. Yeah, but I don't mind watching next week. I I won't say that I'm eager, but I'm not. Right. Kind of, uh, I don't want to go watch that now. <laughs> right, right. Well, I was impressed with it. Um, I really think it's going to start going in a different direction. And I'm kind of shocked that Travis is dead. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know that really surprised me because like they got with that other group and they had them all the guys separated from the women in most cases oh, no. except I for Nick's it, girlfriend was there I think it was more they were separated by where they captured them at well that I makes think, sense I think they were separating them based on the people they thought were Mexican or coming from Mexico oh, okay. okay as opposed to the Americans. Okay, that makes sense because Travis looks a little Mexican. So does yeah. Nick, in a way, um, and of course his girlfriend is Mexican. So yeah. that makes sense. And they were um, pretty much taking those people one by one and executing them and waiting till they turned. Yeah, so that they could experiment, learn more about the zombies. Exactly. So that was kind of crazy. Well, I also and, I also got a little distracted because I. And this is before it kind of picked up, and I really didn't want to care about watching it. Right. But Lauren from the Mouthy Broadcast posted a live video of herself eating chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some some notes in here about that. You were writing notes about that? Oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah, she doesn't like the little drumsticks, because they aren't wings. See, I love the drumsticks. I hate when wings. I'm eating chicken wings. Chicken, I like the drumsticks. Give wings me the drumsticks. Like the most useless part of the chicken. Yeah, it's but like they're the, good. These, they're good, but they're like the smallest amount of meat. It's like all the bones you got to dig through. But Lauren showed a great technique for eating the chicken wings, and she says you have to take the little nubby thing. Mm-hmm. And I asked her if that was the technical term, and later she mentioned that it's the elbow of the wing. But you pull out yeah. one bone, and so then there's just yeah, one bone there. You stick it all in your mouth, and yeah. you get it all. You like, suck it off. I've never yep. realized that. It's a game Dang. changer. Well, it is. But I prefer the little, like if I make chicken wings, I will pull out 99% of the drumsticks, and I will eat those. <laughs> Because they're just delicious. Now I want fucking chicken wings. Thanks, freak. Hey, I wanted chicken wings after watching that. Then this week's <laughs> episode of Mouthy Broadcast, she was talking about eating chicken wings. Fuck. So, I, so I had chicken wings Tuesday night, and then I had some. I am going to have to get chicken wings. That I had for breakfast on Wednesday. Nice. <laughs> and then she's there. She's talking about. She's like, put the whole thing in your mouth, and you clean off the bone. 
<laughs> and so I was like, if you want to watch a video of Lauren sucking down meat or sucking meat off the bone, then go on to the Mouthy Broadcast Facebook page. There you go. Nice. <laughs> okay. Oh, the other person that was in um, Fear the Walking Dead. If any of you watch Shameless, Mickey from The Walking Dead was one of the soldiers. And I was like, what? I was all excited. Oh, let's see. Oh, she says to dip it in the sauce of your choice, blue cheese, ranch, or cum. Uh, that's not my choice, Dip. I like ranch. And then <laughs> her son is watching, is recording for her, and he says he's going to hit something. And Lauren's like, don't hit stuff, it, as she turns green on the video. <laughs> Whereas the video turns green, not her getting sick from Oh, her. wow. <laughs> And then her son's talking about something. She's like, why are you talking about this? Because he's mentioning how she gets drunk off of three beers. (laughs) Nice. And then my notes go back to Fear of the Walking Dead. (laughs) Which is about the time where Travis and Nick staged the revolt. Yes. That was pretty awesome. Well, it's at this point that we see the preview for the return of Preacher, and I put in my notes that that's the best thing of this episode so far. See, that's another comic I need to pick up, because I saw those when I was at Barnes & Nobles, and I was like, shit! Yeah, I know but, this show! Yeah, from what I've been told, the first season of Preacher is a, pre- is a prequel to the comics, and so where this oh. season goes is, I think, going to follow the comics. Okay, cool. So, I remember I watched, when Preacher first came out last year, I remember I watched, like, the first, like, three episodes, and then I hadn't watched it since then. It was awesome. I'll check it out. Believe me. I got a fucking stack of fucking shit I gotta do right now. Well, so then... Batman stuff. (laughs) Well, then Madison revolts as well. She sticks a fucking mm-hmm. spoon in the guy's eye. That was badass. Oh, I wanted her to pop that fucking eyeball out. I knew she wasn't going to, but yeah, it was cool. <laughs> and then goddamn junkie Nick lets zombies into the compound. Yep. He keeps screwing shit up. And he keeps escaping the problems he causes. That's true. Oh, Travis gets thrown into a pit of zombies. Yep. And he, like, beats all their asses. Well, it's like, well, it goes from there to Madison again with the spoon still in the guy's eye. And I'm like, she has more mm-hmm. balls than Travis. Yeah, she, she does. Brutal as fuck. And then we go. They're trying to make her like Carol, I think. Well, then they go back to Travis in the pit, and Travis is being badass for a change. Mm hmm. And then Nick is finally reunited with his family. And then the guy's walking through the halls and he hears something, opens up the vent, and all the rats come pouring out. To oh, me. that shit was crazy Get because the then they. Fuck away pull. from the zombies, and then the zombies are in walker, the walker. There's a walker and it pulls him into the wall, kind of. That was awesome. Oh, it, it broke his neck as it yeah, pulled him yeah, in because he bent it back stuck on the top of the wall like, that shit oh, was that awesome was that was a great kill it was a great kill he deserved it he was a dick and then they they're trying to leave and it, some of them get into the truck with the guy she had the her the spoon in his eye and it's like you don't get in the truck with that one-eyed bastard <laughs> and he kind I think he learned his lesson 
and I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but for those who do, that that guy kind of reminded me of King Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch it. But when they get to the the car, or they get to... You froze He's there. like the sheriff or the cop. Oh, oh, I was saying the um the father of those the kids with the spoon in his eye and all yeah. that is from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay, I haven't watched that yet. <laughs> you gotta watch that. This well, I know, good. I know, I need to. <laughs> well, and they're in the helicopter, and somebody starts shooting at them. And it seemed to me the way the shots were coming in, they were coming from above the helicopter. Yeah, it did seem weird the way they were. Yeah, it's like that doesn't make sense, and I kind of wonder who's shooting at him, for one thing, but Travis right. gets shot. And I sit there, it's like, I wonder if they're going to kill someone for the premiere. And then yep, Travis right. realizes it, he's gone, and he jumps out of the helicopter as he turns into a zombie, and it's like, I have in my notes, it's raining man. Yeah. <laughs> and the helicopter crash, and... Madison's there and shows Nick that she has a gun and is telling him just to be cool. Not try yeah. not cause problems yet. <laughs> right. Um, then we go to uh the hotel with Strand and there's a pregnant woman ready he, to give birth. Yes, he's pretending to be a doctor and somebody's like, You must reach inside her <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> and then he tries to say, I'm not a baby doctor. <laughs> So then we got Maddie talking to the father, the the guy that's from Sons of Anarchy, and uh, Nick doesn't trust any of them. Yeah. Well, they're talking about how she put this spoon in his son's eye, and he's like, I guess he's lucky it wasn't a fork. Yeah. So basically he knows his kid's a little dickhead. Yeah. Um. So then Jeremiah says that that's his name that they can say, and Nick is pissed because he doesn't trust any of them. Yeah, I don't blame him. Oh, let's see here. They're going out when oh when they're at the helicopter crash and the guy goes out to find the chick who's left and signaled. I was hoping to see zombie Travis. I thought that was gonna happen too, but yeah. you don't know where exactly he fell and he probably disintegrated when he hit the ground, so well, if anything his legs were broken, so he wouldn't be walking right. anyways. Right. I have a feeling they'll end up seeing him at some point though. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. That'd be just too random and just it'd be hard to believe. So then strand uh well, Alicia goes with Jake to a fire, and they're talking about their childhood and stuff, and Jake falls, and the walkers try to get him, and Alicia saves him. Yeah, it was And he tells her to go back. <laughs> yeah, they killed the girl that was with them. Yeah. Strand delivers a baby, um, She and the other lady tells Strand to leave, and, he, and they won't give him a car or nothing. They're, they just want him to leave. Yeah. Malibu shifts. <clears throat> But first he tries to get, they want him to get this woman to eat, and it ends up being the mother of the bride at the beginning. Yep, and there's a room full when of When it all presents. started. Yep. 
And, and uh, I, knew, I knew it as soon as you opened the balcony door. It's like she's going to drop or jump off. Right. And he mentions, I delivered a baby. It was truly terrifying. <laughs> and she she asks him for air and he opens the window. And I kind of thought she was going to jump out the window for some reason. But she didn't. Um, she gives him a gift. And then Alicia, we go back to Alicia and Jake. And they take the, um, I guess they take the girl back to the ranch to bury her or whatever. And Alicia she, she, she has to tell jump. Maddie that Travis Before it came dead. back to that, then she did jump. That lady, the bride's mom. Oh, jumped. she did? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't, I, did, I missed that. You didn't see her jump off the balcony? Oh. No, I missed that. I just thought Man. she was going to. Yes, we both thought that, and she did. Oh, wow. <clears throat> okay, well, then well, I was right. <laughs> yeah, so then Nick's girlfriend is really sick, and he wants them to yeah. save her, and they're like... That's not how we do things here. And it's like, I just knew it. It's like, Nick's going to fuck things up again. Yep. And he said he would do it. He gets the gun. He points it at the guy with the eye wound. Mm -hmm. And Nick is distraught. And he gives the gun back. And they take Luciana to the infirmary. And Maddie's sick and upset because she just found out Travis is dead. Yep. (laughs) And Jeremiah is trying to talk to her. And he's making sure that she isn't a danger to them. And then he finds out that there's a gun missing from the fuel truck, and he knows she has it, and he wants her to sign for it because he's trying to let her know, look, I trust you. You know, if you're going to have a gun, I want you to sign for it, just like everyone else does. Yep. Uh, Uh, Last bit of my notes is Strand leaving the hotel, and he goes down, uncovers a car, and he's like, my style and my color. (laughs) Yep. And then Maddie wants to take over the ranch. And I, I wrote Rick Tatorship, <laughs> something Rick would do. So I'm excited to see what happens next week. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised that it's actually picked up and starting to be a real story now. So, <laughs> so we'll have uh, next week. We'll have an I Zombie finale, and then we'll have the next episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Yep. So. Yeah, this has been a long episode. We have a lot to cover. Yep, let's power through but, our plugs, and we might just be under, all right. right around two hours. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com. Zombieholics, all capitals, all one word. And you can find me on Untapped, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at Extified. And you can also find us on um, Zombie Anonymous Podcast on Instagram. As well as, hang on, let me find our phone number. It is 814-406-9199. You may send butt pics to Micro, or you can just send us a little message or a picture. You know, you can take pictures of whatever. You're bored during the week and you want to send somebody a picture or something, send it to Micro. <laughs> if you're eating chicken wings and you want to make <laughs> make Micro hungry, send him pictures of chicken wings. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at ZMB Anonymous. You can email us at zombie underscore anonymous at outlook.com. You can find me at Freak5Chaos on Twitter, Snapchat, and Untapped. And my plug this week will be Green Sunday by Rake. Yes, definitely check him out. It's on Amazon. You can get it now. 
Yeah, I've already started reading it. It's good stuff. Yes, I started reading it too, and I'm liking it so far. <laughs> Me too. All right, freak. I guess I'll see you at the next meeting. Yep. Enjoy your nightmares. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.